that at the root of it, that was kind of my issue was that there was nobody who was aspiring to greatness as opposed to mediocrity. Mm. And I am not the person who is currently or wants to be aspiring to mediocrity. And with that belief, I can't consciously keep your energy around me if that's not what I want to attract. Welcome to Two Wills and a Mic, two generations, two genders, and two very different personalities with one simple goal, and that is to inject just a bit of thought-provoking insight into today's narrative. In these epic conversations, there will be criticism, controversy, and curiosity all wrapped in questionable humor and delivered with a healthy dose of tough love. These conversations are so special to us, and we really hope that they will be valuable and interesting to you. I'm Kaya. Hey, and I'm John. Let's get started. Hey, Kaya. Hi, Dad. How are you? I am awesome. Um, should we get started with today's show? Yeah, let's do it. Fantastic. I noticed you didn't care how I was, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Nice of you to bring that up. <laughs> Once again, making it about you. See, this is what happens when you turn 18. All of a sudden, oh my gosh. everything's about you. All I, right. I know. Great. I know. I believe I said something to that effect when I was giving your Sweet 16 address. Did you? Yeah. I don't... It's crazy. That's okay. I'll, it'll be that. in the show notes. Oh, really? Yeah. I no. thought we said it was a few episodes back. Yeah. No notes. I was lying. You changed it. Won't it won't be okay. in the show notes. Got it. There's right. no show notes. Yeah, none. Ever. Mm-mm. All right, so what are we talking about today? Well, that is a great question. Yeah, I'd love to converse with you. <laughs> I'm glad because you're kind of sitting here. That's kind of the whole point of what we're doing here. So um, today, I thought it would be cool if we talked about uh, a few things. Mm -hmm. First, yeah. <laughs> um, the, I guess, kind of process of you and mom... Um, allowing and encouraging um, dreams in me and Brandon. You mean like the current state of your level of consciousness right now? Yes. A lucid dream state? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, more of like um, aspirations and goals for the future that... This is a PG radio show? <laughs> okay. Do not use that kind of language. <laughs> Say butt spirations. Big spirations. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So just you know, kind of that realm um, stuff that that we have. Well, I know I at least have had their uh, situations where you and mom were like the only people who uh, didn't discourage it. <laughs> mm. So that type of dreams, things like. Uh, studying abroad or moving. They're called women. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> and you weren't even here when we recorded with Uncle Rufus. Um, well, that show, I imagine, was uh, quite interesting. It was special. He's always a blast. You know that dude still saying I owe him money from taking me to the airport? Ridiculous. And he said, he's like, I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. But of course, every time we communicate, he brings it up. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Yeah, so, so not studying broads, but studying abroad. Oh, so just one woman. No. <laughs> As in a different studying in a different country. Oh. Moving to, you know, Europe, for example. You know, I've been talking about moving to Europe since forever. So yes. uh, things like that. Okay. <laughs> So you mean dreams um, in the sense of visualizing and 
you know, trying to manifest moving forward things into reality. Exactly. Okay, got it. All right. So what was your question again? Or what, <laughs> where, where did you begin? Uh, what type of broad do you think I should study? No. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to hear your side on why you never discouraged those things, even though I was like eight and saying that I was going to be living in Paris when I was 12. Like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. So why, why was that never in the narrative, like anything negative surrounding those types of dreams and aspirations? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so short answer to the, and I'll be happy to expand, but the short answer would be I grew up in an environment where mm, I'm trying to parse this in a manner that's not offensive because I don't mean it to be offensive or, or sound like I'm you know, being judgmental or condescending in any way. If I wanted that, I would make that clear. <laughs> but, but that's not the case this time. So I grew up in an environment where, let's just say, um, dreams were not supported. They were not encouraged, not because the environment was malicious or um, malicious or, you know, overly pragmatic, but because that's just not the way that they operated. It wasn't the operational norm. So like visualization, dreaming, manifesting, like those terms, never heard that or anything remotely close to that growing up. Yeah. It was, you know, what you can see, touch and feel is real other than religion. Mm -hmm. And then you just operate off of faith. And so that was, that was the operating system that, that we grew up in. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously, you know, I have siblings, so I don't want to sound like I was an only child. Yeah. That was the operating system, operating environment that we grew up in. And I had, you know, I'm, I'm a creative dude and I think outside the box, I've always been that way. Um, so I've always had, you know, sometimes harebrained schemes, these outlandish dreams, desires, that kind of stuff. And when shared and presented with other members of the family or in my immediate environment, it was either ridiculed, mocked, shot down, marginalized. And I remember that feeling Mm -hmm. and I never wanted to be that guy to, you know, to, to propagate that feeling, whether it was with my children or anybody else in my environment. I just, I don't want to be the dream crusher. I don't want to be the yeah. dream stealer. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person. There are plenty of people in the world, as I figured out much later on in life, mm-hmm. there are pl- there's no shortage of those people, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. uh, certainly they don't need me to join their ranks in order to achieve some <laughs> level of, you know, world domination. That's not what they need from me. And I certainly have nothing to gain by being associated or affiliated with that mindset. Yeah. Or those behaviors. So um, I definitely did not want to be a parent that was guilty of or could ever be accused of that type of behavior. And I know I'm speaking on behalf of your mom as well, because I know 100 percent that that she did not want to be that type of person either. If I am if I call myself a dreamer, then she is the dreamer. You know what I mean? So of all the people shout out to moms yeah exactly hey mama of all the people (laughs) that i know she is you know one of the most um open-minded to and receptive to to dreams and ideas regardless of how far-fetched they may sound or seem at that particular moment in time yeah got it (laughs) long answer to a short question (laughs) yeah exactly um, you, I, I say this all the time that you have a way with words. Uh, sometimes it's good. Maybe it's a good way. Yeah, I was going to say, in this case, it's a good way. Um, I, 
definitely didn't start to, I guess, realize and appreciate uh, how significant that mindset was in my life um, until probably two, three years ago, maybe, because it was just never something that I really thought of or paid attention to. That was, you know, just always how it was. Um, so when I got to the point where I kind of started uh, being more selective of the people and the energies uh, that I allowed in my circle is when I kind of started to pick up on that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this isn't, not, not that the people who uh, didn't necessarily directly support these ideas and endeavors um, were trying to be malicious or, you know, dream killers, as you said. Mm -hmm. um, I think it all came from a place of being realistic and a been there, done that type of thing. And, you know, I don't want you to uh, be in a starving artist type of position, you know. Um, but when I got to that and I was kind of looking at my circle and I was like, okay, this is definitely different and kind of investigated that more. So then I was like, oh, I wonder why that is. And that's kind of how we got here. <laughs> yeah, interestingly enough, I've seen, you know, a, a broad spectrum of behaviors and people that display this, you know, this mindset that we're talking about, mm -hmm. right? But by majority, the people that are closest to you that take that position are doing it because they care about you. Yeah. They're doing it because they're trying to protect you. And I think therein lies the issue. This concept of protecting people from this non-tangible, non-real thing. Mm -hmm actually brings it into reality yeah so if i'm if i'm trying to convince you that i'm protecting you from the boogeyman that lives under your bed mm -hmm. then guess what the more energy i give that belief and, and i give that statement guess what you're going to believe is living under your bed yeah whether or not you can see it mm -hmm. right you know that it's there because if it wasn't why would i need to be protected why would I right yeah. why would I want to be protected from it yeah. or need to be protected from it and why would I the person on the outside be giving it that much attention if mm -hmm. it didn't exist yeah so those fears that are not based in reality they may be based in my own personal experiences mm -hmm. my own life lessons yeah and therefore I'm projecting my life lessons onto you not giving you the freedom to live your life and yeah. learn your own lessons. And that's where, I mean, you've heard me talk about this before, but I think that's where the role of parents and, and everybody else in your life, mm -hmm. it's a transitional period. Yeah. So just like now we're having these conversations, you're 18, newly turned, <laughs> not seasoned, <laughs> but we're having these conversations now you're an 18 year old at eight we were also having conversations that would have been considered deep for an eight-year-old yeah right but they were very different conversations than the conversations we're having now mm -hmm. that doesn't mean the conversations when you were eight were any less significant less important less impactful than these conversations that we are having today yeah but if i treated you just like an eight-year-old, quote-unquote, then I might not have taken them so seriously. Yeah. I may not have invested in them as heavily as I did, as mm -hmm. your mom did, right? And you've seen this now, you've experienced it, you've lived through it yourself or, and are living through it, but you've also had a chance to see it play out outside of you because you have a younger brother. Yeah. So you have had the opportunity to be first person and be second person in this you know this this movie mm -hmm. as it were but the interesting thing is 
from day one, one of my personal priorities was to entertain all of your curiosities. And of course, when your brother came along, I, I had the same, you know, same intention. Yeah. And the reason for that was nothing stands out to me more prolifically in my childhood than when I would ask why, and the answer I got was just because or because I said so. Yeah. And I get that. I have said that to you guys on occasion, but that was the exception. That wasn't the norm. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that typically was based around me telling you to do something and you questioning it instead of actually getting it done and then questioning it after, which I don't know if you recall this now, but I always made a point to explain that. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can ask questions. Please ask questions. But if I'm telling you to do something, do it first. Ask questions after you have done it. Then I'll be happy to entertain your query. Um, so the feeling that I got when, when I got those responses hurt. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it didn't hurt like, you know, like I had been punched in the chest or, you know, I had been spanked for something or somebody had, you know, said something really mean to me. It, it wasn't that kind of hurt. Mm -hmm. It hurt like this void that was left. Yeah. You know, it's the same void that I have now when I am unable to figure something out. Yeah. The difference is when I was nine, I didn't, I didn't innately understand how I could channel that into curiosity and use that to drive my, you know, quest for knowledge and deeper understanding. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I understand that. Yeah. So I get excited when I find things that I'm interested in that I don't know and want to learn more about. Yeah. Because that just fuels, you know, what happens next. Like needlepoint. Yes, exactly. Crocheting, mm -hmm. knit one, pearl two. Competitive was, tap dancing. I was actually knitting. And the like. Well. Yes. Yeah. And curling. That's the whole point of you looking into it because you don't know much about <laughs> needlepoint. Exactly. So. <laughs> so that was, um, you know, kind of the, uh, the governing principles that I, one of the governing principles that I adopted as a parent. And sharing this, you know, the conversations that your mom and me had on many occasions um, as we were expecting you <laughs> and after you were here, you know, conveyed and allowed us the ability to exchange our thoughts and ideas on the subject. And then we came to a mutual understanding of how we were going to come together on the, the execution. And as you know, you know, she parents her way, I parent my way, but we definitely parent together. I was just going to say, annoyingly, you always <laughs> parent together Yeah, and with this like perfect collaboration that is uh, reminiscent of the early Avengers. It seems <laughs> the early Tony. Yeah. It seems. Uh, stop it. I won't get stop it. it. Focus. Focus. It seems like a perfect collaboration and it honors us to hear, you know, both you and your brother comment like that. But it's really the result, the culmination of a lot of work. And it's work that we still put into this day. We still have discussions about how to handle you guys you know, how to manage you guys. Yeah, I mean, you were telling me about one that you had earlier. <laughs> Wait, do you want to you wanna touch on that a bit? No, because that is what is called <laughs> self-incrimination. <laughs> Not interested in that. <laughs> Fine, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I think what makes it see, and I don't want to speak for Brandon, but for me at least, uh, I know what makes it seem like the perfect collaboration is the fact that you guys don't hide that it is work. <laughs> so you don't make it look all, you know, flowers and, and rainbows. That's what you say for the paparazzi. But um, we get to see the actual teamwork and what goes into making it all work. <laughs> so I, I definitely appreciate that. Sometimes, except for when it ends up being, oh, yeah, we both agree that you're not doing what you want to do. That kind of sucks. Well, but... we did decide that there were going to be universal cutbacks, and <laughs> unfortunately, you just aged out. So 
<laughs> guess what? You're on your own. I'm Please. taking Odin. He's not yours to take. I just took him. No. Yeah. Uh, besides, he doesn't like living on the street. Wow. Um, by the way, I think now is a good time to introduce and present Kaya's GoFundMe page. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. So, let me ask you some questions now. Oh, okay. Yeah, flipping the script. Love that. Are yeah. you going to sign them? No. Oh, darn it. Uh, Next time. So, in terms of dreams, mm -hmm. share some of the dreams that you've had and then how they have changed or... I hate to say matured, yeah. so let's just say refined, how you've refined them as you've grown older, learned more about the world, had an opportunity to see the world, etc. Yeah. Um, well, the first one, and I guess biggest one uh, that, well, I don't want to say biggest, but first one that comes to mind immediately um, is that I have been saying since I was eight, probably, maybe younger, uh, that I was going to move to Paris one day. And I <laughs> never did any research. Um, all I knew was that the Eiffel Tower was there. Uh, there were croissants. And there were bakeries. And um, that's where Madeline was inspired. And Madeline, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's really all that mattered in life. Mm. Uh, <laughs> So I knew. Who was Fancy Nancy? She was British. No, she was American. I don't. I don't think oh. she was. I think she was written by somebody who wasn't, though. I don't know for sure. Okay. But oh, that's why you remembered her because she wanted. She also wanted to move to Paris. We were gonna go together. No, okay. but that was her. She always talked about that. Um, she thought she was French. So, I think that was. Probably the the most, I guess, far-fetched, quote-unquote. Um, and as I had gotten older, or I guess as I have gotten older, that kind of transformed into, okay, well, you can't exactly just... I mean, you can, I guess, but uh, I could not exactly just book a plane ticket, be there, and then magically everything would be figured out. You know, I'd have a place to live, and I'd have a job or some way to support myself, and, like, everything would be fine. Mm -hmm. You could bake croissants. <laughs> exactly. Or eat them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that then kind of transformed into, okay, well, if I study abroad, then uh, a lot of that is figured out. So I don't necessarily have to worry about housing in that, you know, on my own, sure. I would have help with that and the finances would still be there, but be handled in a different way. Right. It'd be a different, different environment. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of what that turned into initially. Um, and I was pretty set on that for a minute. And then I realized that I still didn't know what I wanted to study in college. Mm. So it was kind of difficult to plan for a study abroad program if you had no idea what program you'd be in. Yeah. <laughs> um, you may so, want to look into communications. Yeah, doubt it. <laughs> Not if English is a requirement. Oh, <laughs> um, so that was probably the most recent. And then now I still think I'm going to live there one day. In Paris. Uh, in Paris. Uh, probably, uh, honestly, probably not in Paris. Mm. Uh, I loved it, but I don't think I could live there. Um, so it'd be some, like, quaint city with where I have the cobblestone and the little bakeries and the oh. cute little French women. Um, cute little French women. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. You can say Nana in French. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It was, let's not read into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I still think that's going to happen one day, but um, now, I don't know. We're just kind of seeing what, what happens next. I was telling you and mom recently that I've become obsessed with Amsterdam, so uh, I think that might happen before France, mm. but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> what, so, okay, so that was, that was one dream. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of took us through a timeline of where that started and how it morphed. Mm -hmm. Give me another dream outside of, you know, relocation. What else? What else did you dream about? 
Mm. What did occur in the mind of a teenage girl? Well, hold, hold, hold on. Public service announcement. If you have. <laughs> Is this it? You may be entitled to compensation. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you're not, and we're com compensating you with nothing. Yeah. So uh, don't uh, look for any links. You won't find them. Uh, hey, that'll be in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, for the, look for it in the show notes. If you have uh, impressionable individuals listening to this, you may want to tune out for the next two to three minutes, as what may come out of Kaya's mouth is probably not fit for human consumption. Wow. For hu so we just said human. It was just a general... Okay, yeah. got it. So, hi doggies. I know. I now know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh, come no on cats, and you though. start singing. We we don't support the cats. Anyway. Feline discrimination. Yep, and I'm proud of it. No. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. okay, I guess another one would be. I really wanted to become a singer. I do remember that, speaking of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that was just straight up disrespectful. We do have some prime So back, yeah, it was actually me. I was, yeah. That if for the right price, we could release accidentally, wink, wink. That's called a leak. If someone's In so, showbiz. Oh, my bad. I don't watch TMZ anymore. Wow. Okay. Well, the Kardashians <laughs> told me about that. Um, so <laughs> that was superb timing again, guys, because he was mid-drink. So I'm very good at this. Um, and I'm super humble and modest. Yeah. Uh, You're that girl. So, <laughs> so yeah, singing was... Uh, I just realized that I'm actually saying this out loud. Mm. Yeah. And that I know people who are going to listen to this. Nobody text me. Okay. <laughs> don't ask for details. Don't ask for videos. Um, but yeah, so singing was a that. huge thing. Um, I'll get you the videos. I, again, I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually auditioned for Kids Bop Live. Mm. Um, and this was before, I, I'm literally crying. Um, this was when they were just doing like the CDs and the music videos. This was pre, uh, Explosion. the theater tour. Mm. Um, so sad that. I know, right? I feel like... And it's so funny because since I was like signed up for the Fox Theater, um, email list and stuff like that, I would get the blasts mm -hmm. when they were going on tour. Like, hey, Kids Bob is coming to your area. I was like, man, that could have been me. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so there was that. Um, I, my <laughs> I still remember my audition song, actually. Okay, let's not dig too deeply into that. <laughs> so, singing. Singing. You wanted to sing. Yes. Got it. And I knew I was going to. Okay. Yeah. And then how did that dream change? I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, what kind of so? How did we handle that as parents? Give us a give us a rating there. Well, mom was great. Mm. Um, she always is. She really is. She's a G. Um, Actually, she's an M. <laughs> technically, she's a K. True. She was a K before she was an M. True. Um, so she was super supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, and in in all areas, uh, you were also in your own way. Uh, that <laughs> included a lot of what did we say in the intro? Tough love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, define tough love in this context. Yeah. Give, give us an example. Well, hmm. okay. What do you remember? What jumps out? You had very strong opinions on my song choices. 
and there were for sure instances when I would be, because like I would clean and I'd be singing while I was cleaning, right? Mm. So you would just come in and kind of stand in the doorway and you'd be like, so what died? And then just walk away. So like stuff like that. Um, was but then so that was one side mm. of you and your involvement in this, and then on the on the other side, um, you would you know suggest certain songs, and you'd be like, oh, I think this might work with your voice. And now looking back, I'm like, he was just like throwing stuff out, like he was just like trying to help, um, but there was no saving it. So, but, <laughs> um, so yeah, in the grand scheme, I think you were both very supportive. You just had a lot more fun with it than for yourself yes. uh, than mom did in front of me anyway okay. i'm sure she, you guys were cackling behind my back but. no you know i can honestly say that that we never did i mean she would laugh at the you know offhanded joke that i would <laughs> make now and then about the dogs getting upset and you know how they could only hear the pitches that you were singing and but for the most <laughs> i never really said that that's just something I came up with now. You said that the other day. Oh. <laughs> Genius. Uh, no, for the most part, though, she was, you know, I would agree with you. She was uh, very supportive of your endeavors there. So circling back to our topic of the day, mm -hmm. um, how do you think that your environment shaped who you have become and are becoming because the journey's not over yet compared to you know some of your contemporaries and and whether you know them or not like you've seen other people's stories you've heard about read about mm -hmm. other you know teenage stories that differ from yours uh, also your you know in people inside your circle um, there are two families that immediately come to mind, and both the girls are your age, mm -hmm. um, and we're you know we're close with them. You guys basically grew up together, and all three of you. It's it's crazy, but all three of you have kind of tracked along the same path, and yeah. as eighteen-year-olds and nineteen-year-olds, you guys have become almost different versions of each other. Yeah. Which is pretty weird to say, but it is so cool. Yeah. Um, and the, the methods that we've used as parents, you know, the, the six of us, <clears throat> yes, the six of us, had to do some quick math there. Quick maps. Yeah. Uh, have used as parents were different but it appears that the principles were the same. So anyway, that's just, I was rambling a little bit, pardon me for that, but as I was trying to construct, you know, a, a clear question, all of that started dumping into my head. So anyway. You got a little emo, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been accused of many things. That's often not one of them. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, okay, so your question is... My question is, how does your experience shape who you are now and, and you think what you may become? And how does that compare and contrast with some of your other friends? Other, you mean aside from you? Is that what you were trying to slide in there? I didn't... <laughs> it's to be determined. <laughs> Oh, you think that you get to pick whether or not you are friends with me? That is correct. That's actually not correct. Um, Legally, yeah, we'll get into that later. That's <laughs> why so we never get anything done. Uh, One of us doesn't. So, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm going to call Uncle Rufus back. Go for the You're show. You're being replaced. You know, that's that's tough. <laughs> Uh, never mind, I'm not re-recording that intro. So, um... <laughs> we don't have the budget, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 20 bucks, I heard. Yeah. So, um... 
I think that as far as how that environment has shaped me and kind of changed me into this version of Kaya, mm-hmm. um, I have gone from uh, dreams with no limits <laughs> and kind of no real sense or grasp on reality and tangibility to this is still crazy, but I'm going to figure it out. And then now I'm kind of in this space of that's absolutely insane. Heck yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay, Mm. let's make a plan. Um, So that's kind of where I feel like I am now. And uh, I love that (laughs) because it's, it's a lot of fun. And I have to, I'm constantly reminding myself that um, I am capable of more than I give myself credit for sometimes. And that just because I might look at something initially and I'm like, no, like, that's too big of a dream, you know, like, Mm. that's a lot, like, calm down. And then I'm like, yeah, but like, why not? You know? So that second part to that process is, I think, what wasn't fully developed before. And it was kind of one extreme or the other. Either I'm going to do it and I have no details, but it's fine. Or there's no way it's never going to happen. So now I'm kind of in that sweet spot. And, um, so where did that come from? The two extremes? No, the where you are now. That, I think, was more, uh, more from you guys and less listening to any like, outside sources. Because if you, well, at least for me, uh, if you look at, you know, blogs and websites and you know articles stuff like that the the girl media if mm-hmm. you want <laughs> if you want to call it that right mm-hmm. and i was heavy into blogging and that stuff for a minute so i got pretty deep um it was a lot of uh it's kind of it's okay to have dreams but as long as they're in this box and be realistic about it as long as it's in this box Okay. And that never came from you guys, but that was what I was seeing there. And I was like, oh, maybe this is how it is in the real world, kind of. Mm. So it was kind of a period of like figuring that out and then seeing, looking more at your journey as, you know, remove the parent part, <laughs> what you guys do in your nine to five and did in your nine to five. And it was like, okay, mm, that is how it is in the real world for some people. But that's not how the world is necessarily. Mm. That's a hold on, because I think that's a that's a pretty powerful statement. Thank you. That was inside my snapple. It no, I'm is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is how the world is for some people, but that's not how the world is. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, I agree with that. <laughs> so I think as of probably last, let's say 12 months, um, was kind of refining and honing that process. Uh, you and mom have been trying to get me to do vision boards probably since I was in like third grade, maybe even before that, but in a different way. Um, and I was very much against it because it was roped in I think it was because it was roped in with school and I hated everything that had to do with school Mm. um so I bring that up now to say that uh end of last year as we were spending obviously a lot of time together and commuting to the gym back and forth um you were listening to the 10x rule by Grant Cardone and I was kind of passively listening at first, and then I was like, wait, no, there might be something here. So then I started listening, like actually listening. I believe that's called ear hustling. (laughs) Definitely. I was 100% using your uh, Audible subscription. Um, They don't support the show. They, using your horrible subscription. There we go. (laughs) Contact us if you'd like a deal. Yeah. 
but so as I as I started lis- listening to that and kind of dove more into that and put that together with what I had been hearing from you guys for so many years, I was like, okay, I think I got it. Hmm. And then I was like, okay, so now I know that it's okay to dream big, and it's okay to dream even bigger than you thought big was. <laughs> So now we need action steps. And that's why I brought up the vision board because I've recently gotten into that, you know, last two years. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm like, I'm happy with the place that I'm in with that as far as uh, organizing my dreams and figuring out, okay, this is a dream. How do we get to reality from here? <laughs> How do we turn that into reality? Right. Okay. And your friends? The ones that are still in the circle. (laughs) Um, Definitely going to go back to that. Are in the circle because we are vibrating on the same frequency. Uh, And that was a part of kind of learning and growing last year. Yeah, 2018, 2019. Um, was more kind of refining and honing in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of them, most of them are in college now. Um, and they, I think some of them don't realize exactly how much they're capable of. I find that I happen to be the friend in the group who's like, no, like, obviously you can do it. Like, duh. They're like, no, no. I'm apparently that one. Um, So I think it's kind of a mix of that. And I I don't want to say, like, cruising through, but... I guess it would be kind of the same of not exactly going for um, as large of a goal or dream as I feel like they should and are capable of. Mm. <clears throat> okay. What about the ones that are no longer in the circle? The ones that are no longer in the circle? That was because they were just not, not, not there. They were... Uh, where is there? define that growth minded Mm. that was i guess that's kind of what i would distill it (laughs) into this to summarize but that's your that's your verbiage Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm familiar with your verbiage Mm -hmm. but like how do they fit in uh, well you remember me saying that you know, the word normal in our household was a curse word. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if, like, what's the normal perspective on that, though? Where do you fall, where do you fall on the scale of normalcy in, like, outside of the home, outside of your environment? As, like, in my contem- age contemporary contemporary group? Yes. See, I told you, no English. Um, (laughs) very far outside of the norm. That's why, um, in in what ways? Because there's a lot, right? Yeah. There's there's behavior. Yeah. Because I remember going to school, you know, and when I was your age, there were, you know, of course my contemporaries were in college. Mm -hmm. Like I graduated high school at 17. So by 18, everybody that was going to college was in college. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there were some that were in college because that was their opportunity to get out of the house mm-hmm. away from mom and dad and they spent the first two and a half years or whatever it was partying and drinking and you know doing what people that uh have very little financial responsibility and <laughs> no anyway yeah you know so there was that crowd mm-hmm. and then there was the other crowd who was like okay this is what I've been waiting for. I'm just hitting my stride now. Yeah. And I'm going all in on this academic thing and I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Like mm-hmm. I'm setting myself up for the next, you know, 30 years of my life yeah. by what I'm going to do in the next four. So there was that. And then there were people like me who said, 
I'm pretty confident there's a different way. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And definitely not all the decisions I made were good ones. Yeah. However, as we pull back now and I look at where I am, the life that I lead, the environment, the family that I have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I look at all of that stuff, yeah. I'm super blessed and grateful mm -hmm. that I did take that road. Yeah. Um, but I also know a lot of people who doubled down on the academics and went that route and they're, you know, they, they appear to be very happy and um, grateful for what they have as well. Yeah. So, like, what's different? I think I, and I, this has become especially prevalent um, as a teenager. You still are a teenager, too. I just turned yes. 18. Thank you. Newly turned. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Don't know if they knew that. Yeah, I think they did. Okay. Because everybody tuned into that last episode, right? True. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I think I take after you. A lot. This is being recorded. And I know. <laughs> and I'm waiting for mom to listen to this and call and be like, you said what? No. <laughs> um, but I, I take after you a lot in the regard that I, if I'm choosing to uh, hang out with you, associate with you, um, then that's because I think that you have something to say for lack of a better term you know like you're this throwback but you're about something mm. you know <laughs> um about, about it. <laughs> so the i guess differentiator for me and the reason that my circle has remained so small in comparison is because I never wanted to be the person who had 500 Facebook friends, mm. but only ever cared about seeing one of them type of situation. Um, so if you were telling me that, you know, you couldn't wait to graduate high school so you could go to college and then like that was it, you know, like you were like there was going to be no more life after like no thought nothing just i'm going to go to college and that's going to be it mm -hmm. or which just to clarify it's fine if your idea was to go to college and like my cousin go to college graduate how many times and then start teaching at said college <laughs> and then you know that's dominating yeah but shout to Ivan. Exactly. <laughs> um, doctor. <laughs> doctor, Martin. professor, yeah. scientist. No. Um, but that was, and I guess. that at the root of it, that was kind of my issue was that there was nobody who was aspiring to greatness as opposed to mediocrity. Mm. And I am not the person who is currently or wants to be aspiring to mediocrity. And with that belief, I can't consciously keep your energy around me if that's not what I want to attract. Mm. So wow. 
that was kind of my and because I thought like that that was why I like my people I've had for years <laughs> you know like we've been together for years and there's a reason for that so that was kind of why like if you get let into the circle you know if you're a new addition to the circle lucky you <laughs> because no it's, it's hard to get in um but yeah i think that was that would i guess be kind of my my definition of what the normal was and why i was outside of it i guess if that makes sense cool okay well this was as always enlightening and entertaining we've established that kaya has two friends <laughs> <laughs> and it's the left side of her brain and the right side of her brain. Wow. Because nobody else wants to be around her. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think... Says the guy who's quarantined with me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not Tough. by choice. COVID. Same. <laughs> COVID. Um, all right, so what's... Do we want to give a preview of what uh, we're going to talk about next? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, what are we going to talk about next? I was... <laughs> Just, you guys didn't see it, but I was passing the mic to him. Gotcha. The truth is, we don't really know what we're going to talk about next. This is why these conversations are conversations, and they're extremely organic. Um, we do, we did brainstorm a bit about some things that you know could be potential topics, but I, as far as I know, I think we've only done one or two of those so far out of a long list. Yeah. So moving forward we hope that you guys continue to enjoy the dialogue the banter and for sure if you have anything to contribute by way of feedback and commentary let us know yeah definitely where can they find this thing now <laughs> this thing <laughs> okay so we are let me, i'm trying to remember okay so we are on spotify now yeah. which is very exciting um as well as soundcloud and stitcher um, and then we are also obviously on Instagram. Um, you cannot find the whole podcast there, but if you want to uh, interact, see some uh, very nice photos of us in our modeling day to day, you can go ahead and check that out. I'm scared. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for now. Oh, and if you uh, wanted to send us some in-depth feedback, you can feel free to email us. Um, at two wills and a mic at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys. I'm glad you remember all of that. <laughs> Somebody has to. All right. Until next time, guys. See you in the next one. In the next one.